What is up, everybody? I'm Ian, and I'm joined by my co-host. Carlos Caribbean Cool. Carlos Caribbean Cool. Keeping it cool in the Caribbean slash New York concrete jungle. Yeah, you gotta give people my location. Send me your location. Let's focus on the well, I'll I mean, sit over there in, in, in Connecticut. Hey, that's totally fine. Represent CTCDTZ, you know me. Where would be at money? Well, I mean, listen. The island of New I mean, New York's an island, right? Yeah. So the island of New York is is very populated so i'm pretty sure uh, it would take take a lot of, a lot a lot of people and a lot of where carlos is to find you anyways uh yes carlos is in new york i'm in connecticut the uh tri-city tri-state area right i don't yes. know i guess i don't know we're like actually um new england right no i'm new england I don't know. We're 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 just yeah. We're we're the east, northeast. That's where we're at. But you guys are hopefully all over the world and you're here not to hear about our where we live and about the climate or where we're from. You're here to hear our review and thoughts on WWE Extreme Rules 2022 from October 8th, 2022. It was a epic show it was the first time i think they said since 2011 that every match on the card was like had a stipulation to it um and there's only six matches we gave our predictions we'll reveal the winner of that later on the show but let's dive right into it and start with the first match of the night it was the good old-fashioned donnie brook match and we saw the brawling brutes for those of you who don't know, that's the team of Sheamus, Ridge Holland, and Butch taking on Imperium. And that is the team of the WWE Intercontinental Champion, Gunta, Ludwig Kaiser, and Giovanni Vinci. In very uh, European. We should have just call this match the Battle of the Europeans, World War Three. Um, World War Three, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, it was a brawl. I mean, to to, to say World War Three would be an understatement. These six men, their bodies are definitely in pain after last night. Let's talk about some of the moments from this match. A uh, butch drop kicks a shillelagh in the face of Ludwig Kaiser to start off the match. Uh. Imperium's able to nail an Imperial Bomb to Ridge Holland outside of the ring. Sheamus tosses Vinci and Kaiser into the railing. Um, there's a moment where um, early on in the match, Sheamus chops, I think he chops Butch and the railing just or just breaks apart. And um, Sheamus is in control. Uh, Sheamus hits a power slam to Gunther. Um, and then he nails 10 beats of the Bowery, and then the Brutes jump in and attack Gunther with Sheamus. That was a massive assault to Gunther. Sheamus then hits a white noise, and uh, 
Gunther's able to take control again, nail a double shotgun drop kick to the Brutes. Sheamus nails an Irish Kurtz and a Cloverleaf. However, Kaiser hits Sheamus in the back with the shillelagh. Uh, Butch ends up nailing a moonsault off the barrels onto the opponents outside. Gunther attacks Sheamus with the shillelagh and he gets a two count. The Brutes attack the fingers of Gunther and Sheamus nails Gunther with the shillelagh. Shillelagh, shillelagh. Uh, and then Sheamus hits a Celtic cross to Gunther through the announce table outside. The Brutes hold Giovanni Vinci and Sheamus nails a bro kick to Vinci. And the Brawling Brutes get the victory in an all-out brawl. I heard that Abyss, actually former TNA wrestler, produced this match. And in our predictions... Carlos, you're the only one who believed in the Brawling Brutes. So give me your thoughts on that match as an opener. Did you like it? It was a good way to start off. I, I enjoyed like the, the, the fast paced action, like like moves going on. Like there was really like no low, no like no slope, no slow parts during the match. Um I really enjoyed the part when um when when Seamus was hitting the, the ten beats of the barrel or whatever you call it. And then like when he was when they when when Walter was down, they all ganged up on him. <laughs> yeah, you know, it started like and started beating the crap on him in the in the, in the, in the little corner right there. I, I thought that was pretty that. funny. Uh, but yeah, there were some great spots in the match. Uh, I I'm glad that they that they got the win because I feel like they've been losing a lot of that team. So yeah, yeah. I feel like every time I watch Sheamus, the Brutes, and you know Gunther and Imperium, I was so tired because I feel like for them, like they are giving it their all like they always put they always put their all out there yeah the Sheamus's freaking chest is bloody the night after it was bloody before like, like thing, oh, Giovanni Vinci is such a great wrestler oh like, dude I noticed, like during that match he's so good like, yeah athleticism wow. the way he's able to do the springboard moves yeah and he's very quick too he comes very fast paced and he's a bigger guy too it's not like he's a you know he's been in the player. indies right probably he was probably in the indies before this I think so. I know he he did he did spend a lot of time at NXT. Like he was there um, with Imperium for a while, and he started out I think a part of the Cruiserweight Classic. So I do think he was a part of the Indies. Maybe he competed in Italy, um, but he did spend some time in NXT, quite some time. Um, and they actually just moved him up at Clash at the Castle. So um, yeah, he had a title match. I think against Carmelo Hayes that was really good at I don't know if it was in your house I don't know where it was it might have been heat wave I don't know but uh yeah so yes Giovanni Vinci don't don't look out for him uh my question for you and this is a question I'm going to probably ask you throughout the night is is this a match that you would watch again if someone were to say you know top 20 matches of 2020 and be fair would you tell someone to watch this match Maybe not this match. What I'll probably watch over is the uh, crowd. Is the uh, well, tell us when we get there. Tell us when we get there because I want to be okay. surprised. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, I agree. I wouldn't say to watch this match for 2022. Um, I would say not on this card, but if you're going to talk about Sheamus and Gunther, I'd say they're clash at the castle. Now. Yeah, that's that's what I was about to say before. Oh, you go ahead, definitely say that. Yeah. Go ahead, you know. No, well, yeah, I was in, I would probably, I would probably watch that match over. Yeah, and it's funny because if you notice after the match, um, the Brewster kept saying banger after banger after banger after. Yeah, like, oh. it seems like the fan the fans never catch on. 
And uh, Seamus said that that those two guys revitalized his career and made him have fun again. Kind of like a really? whole Ricky Orton thing. Yeah, he just posted. It was posted on Facebook. I saw he tweeted that. So these guys are having a good time. Seamus is killing it. Imperium is killing it. And we're killing it. But to continue killing it, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to cover the rest of the card. We have Edge in action, Ronda Rousey and Liv Morgan, Karrion Cross with Drew McIntyre. Bailey and Bianca Belair and the fight pit, Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins. We're going to cover all of that. And uh, we have, we're going to talk about our plan for our special Halloween episode. A lot to come. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Yo, I'm Ant, and you're listening to the Uncensored Pro Wrestling Podcast, your go to podcast for all things pro wrestling related. What's up, guys? Carlos Fury and Cool here. Ant, you almost forgot to mention. Make sure they follow us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are streaming. I sure did, and I wouldn't want to do that. So thank you, Carlos. Yeah, be sure to like and subscribe now. Let's get back to the show, everybody. Welcome back, everybody. Yes, this is our Extreme Rules 2022 review. We just covered the Donnie Brook match, and we are back to cover the rest of the show. Quickly, just to talk about this. The Miz is seen backstage, and he's on the phone with his wife, Maryse. They're going to have a special birthday celebration this Monday on Raw, and he's just trying to make sure everything is in order. He says he's the most must-see WWE superstar of all time, and he's going to talk to Triple H tonight about he who must not be named. And he sees the Philadelphia mascot backstage, and the mascot gives the Miz a shirt, and the Miz pretty much steps on it. And I think he's a little bit nervous because uh, Dexter Loomis attacked him last week on Raw in a mascot cast costume. So Miz is looking a little nervous here tonight, but we have more from that later on. Our next match of the night is for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. The SmackDown Women's Champion Liv Morgan defending against Ronda Rousey in an Extreme Rules match. Both women asked for it and they got it. So here are the Notes from this match. Before I talk about it, I think, and I could be wrong, it looks like Liv was trying to dress up like the Joker a little bit. That was my thought. Yeah, no, it did seem like that. Well, I love her gear. Look great. A little cool, like, question mark on the back of her jacket when she came down. Very, very cool. I liked it. Uh, So here's the match. There's a lot of back and forth action to start. Ronda traps Liv in the apron and nails her, you know, with different blows to the head. Liv then uses a fire extinguisher on Ronda. Ronda hits a Piper's pit outside of the ring. Liv then jumps off the steps. However, Ronda nails Liv Morgan's chest with a bat shot, which uh, say uh, say your prayers, Aaron Judge. She's coming for you. Um, Ronda Rousey then whips Liv with her black belt and nails Liv with different bat shots. I was surprised that Liv was able to take those shots. They looked like she was swinging hard. That's what he said. Um, <laughs> anyways, Rhonda with a step-up knee, and then she Rhonda chokes Liv Morgan across the ropes using her legs to her advantage. Uh, however, Liv uses, uh, hits Rhonda with different chair shots and hits a code red with a chair. Still gets a two. Liv then lands its flying senton to Ronda through a table. That gets a two count. Uh, Ronda goes for a submission. However, Liv is able to powerbomb Ronda. And the end comes after Ronda applies a bicep crusher using the table for leverage. And Liv passes out. 
and we have a new SmackDown Women's Champion, and that is Ronda Rousey. Quick note to add, after the match, the commentators mentioned this, and we saw it on camera, Liv was smiling after losing to Ronda. So, Carlos, what are your thoughts? Oh, before we go into the thoughts, um, with that match, you were the only one that thought Liv was going to win. Tyler and I both thought, thought Ronda was going to walk out of the pay-per-view champion, and she did. So, what are your thoughts on the match? I know I heard you off the record, off air, your thoughts, but tell the fans and listeners your thoughts, and uh, what do you think about her smile after? What does that mean? Well, the match was okay. I just hated the fact that I feel like Ronda dominated way too much than she was supposed to, in my opinion. Yeah. Um Knowing Rhonda, she's very she's very selfish and she doesn't she feels like she does things the way she wants to. I can't stand her. I feel like Liv that they that they let Liv wrong having her lose this match. Only thing and I it kind of just pisses me off saying that they prefer somebody who's like who barely even cares about the company and just like and doesn't even want to be there for somebody who loves who loves who loves what she does and like. Wanted to be the champ. Wanted to be the champion since she was a little kid. And then you could tell that that belt meant meant everything to her. Honestly, um, it's just I don't know, like where where WWE's head was at when they when they when they decided to end of this match. Um, I did feel bad, like as I was watching Ronda hold the title. I know it sounds corny, but I did kind of feel bad. I was like, well, wait, Liv's not champion anymore. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's it's very. It's very sad to see they see the way it ended like that. But she did not. She didn't tap out though. She passed though. That's one she thing. Passed that I'm out. Very, yep. I'm proud of her for that. Yep. Um. I think she yeah. also gave. This is probably, in my opinion, one of Ronda's better matches. I mean, Ronda's had some good matches and some really bad ones, but this, I think, <laughs> and all that I is thanks. All, all I really have to say is fuck you, Ronda, and. And um, I hope this. I I feel like this might have been like a double heel turn. Yeah. So this might have been. That's what I'm saying. Like the smile might have been like a, maybe a maybe a double a maybe a heel turn for Liv coming soon. Who do you think is the next challenger then? For I mean, do you think it's going to be for Liv? Do you think Charlotte Flair might show up and challenge Ronda again. I mean, I I think Charlotte might for, for a while. For Ronda, I think it might be Shayna. Okay, so you think it's gonna be Shayna's gonna be like, yo, I'm calling you out type thing. Yeah, exactly. Do you think that Shayna might but Liv, I think I think Liv deserves a rematch. Okay, so you first. think she'd be the first challenger. Yeah, she deserves a rematch. That was kinda of, it just pissed me off so bad the way I really thought Liv was gonna retain, honestly. So again, I asked you this with the first match. Would you tell people to go back and watch this match for match of matches of twenty twenty two, or would you skip this match? I would watch it over. Wow, you would watch this one over the Donnie Brook. Yeah, no, I would watch it just because it's Liv Morgan. Okay. Um, and I feel like the match, the match will met up to expect its expectations. It's just I feel like I feel like Ronda definitely got like like I feel like maybe they told Ronda like to have Liv get some like get some get some get like some advantage in there, but like Ronda was like, "Fuck you, I'm not gonna do this. I'll do things how I want to, knowing the way she is." Um, because I feel like she dominated way too much than she was supposed to. I have honestly. a thought that you might not like, those, like those, those punch those those punches to the gut that she did was looked really bad. Like like when she had her trapped in the in the ring apron, like when she was like punching her in the stomach, that was really like it looked like painful. And then like she had her 
with a bat, and then she tied her. She tied her against the ring post, all that stuff. I feel like that was not that was not supposed to happen. Well, I think my opinion, and this is going to be maybe not a good one in your eyes, but I think for it being that there's only two women matches on the card, it was pretty lackluster. And I know Ronda said that they were going to use Lego pieces in this match, but AEW already did that, and so they didn't want to look like they were copying them. But I do think the bat shots were cool. I think that, like you said, the the shots when she was in the in the apron were impressive. I just feel like, and I I don't blame Liv for this because Liv has had remember her match against Becky. I mean, Liv yeah. has had some great matches, and there's other people that she's competed against, and she's had good matches with. I was enjoying her title reign, though. Honestly, I, I don't too, feel like, I feel like I, I feel like it shouldn't have ended so quick. I think WWE kind of fucked themselves over in making her tap out. I think once she tapped out, fans kind of said. No, I mean they they were getting over that honestly. Like once, like like literally, like like she she was getting she, people were getting over her again. She was she was getting on their good side again. She was doing good work. And then no, like they want to. I agree no, with you, but I also think again, kind of like this was this isn't SmackDown, but Paul Heyman was talking to Logan Paul this past week on SmackDown, and he said to him, you know, WWE brought you here so that mo- more eyes and more attention... Don't, can- don't compare oh. Logan Paul to Liv, please. Come on, don't even... Oh, you know? no, I'm saying, no, I'm saying Logan... No, pause, listen, let me... Hang on, listen, pause. He said to Logan Paul, he said, more eyes are going to come on with you being here. With Ronda, that's what they, they see her as like a, like a um, piggy bank. They see her as money. And you got to remember, where are they going to next month? They're going to Saudi Arabia. And listen, I'm not saying she's going to be a one-trick pony, but I honestly feel like they're doing things. Like, remember when they made Jinder Mahal WWE champion because initially they were going to go to India, but then Brock Lesnar didn't want to fight him. And then I think they had him drop the title to AJ Styles, I think, or something like that. But... I feel like WWE does, WWE does a lot of stuff to continue making themselves money. In their eyes, I don't believe this, and I know you don't believe this. They think that they think that Ronda Rousey will make them more money as champion than Liv Morgan. I don't. I mean, yeah, I, I just can't. I just can't get behind someone that talks so much shit about the company and that she obviously doesn't want to be there. Her her promo suck ass. But I do um, think Carlos. I will say I think a lot of it is her building trying to. To, to keep up kayfabe if you know what i mean kayfabe you know what kayfabe is not really no that's cool it's fine because i didn't know about it until i was a little bit older and this is for other people who don't know kayfabe is basically when you make the storylines like they're outside like you know how wrestlers they're it basically rectors wrestlers aren't the way they are like randy like riddle is like a you know a big smoker but like um these wrestlers aren't who their characters are, who they're portraying to be aren't who No, they're... no, I feel like Ronda's that same exact ass. I, no, I think I think in some points, yes, but it I is. do think... Oh, no, 100%. Don't even try to defend her. She, well, she, look, she, I'm not defending her, but for example, remember there's this, and this is why I think it, it, there is a little bit of fakeness to it. Remember when there was Total Divas, and she was on it, and there was this whole thing where she was upset with Sonya Deville because Sonya talked shit about her kicking her, and then they did this whole thing where then they were on Total Divas. And Sonya's like, well, why would you say that? And all of the women have said that Total Divas was fake and scripted. So I think there's something. Yeah, she probably is an asshole. 
but and I do agree with you, she probably doesn't respect the business as much as like a Liv Morgan would. But I do think that she is a fan. She wouldn't. She's gone to WrestleMania before signing with the company. She's just there for the money. That's oh yes, but I mean everybody is. If she's you think not- that, I mean, most people are. That's why Sasha Banks didn't really get along with Alexa Bliss because they, oh, Sasha Banks thought that because Alexa Bliss was a newer fan of wrestling. She didn't really know much about the Hardy Boys. She wasn't really a wrestling fanatic as Sasha was. And Sasha felt the way you felt like you're not a wrestling fan. You shouldn't be here. But to be fair, there's a lot of athletes like Roman Reigns. He was a football player. You know, like if you say that you oh, have to be a wrestling blood. fan, I get it's in his blood, but he could have easily said, you know what, I don't want to do wrestling. You know, like you just because like my grandfather owns a shoe store, my father doesn't work there. You know, you could do your own thing. And for a while, a lot of them will say, I didn't want to do this. We're talking too much about Rhonda. I agree with you. I think that she doesn't deserve to be. I am. No, my, my opinion is not going to change by Rhonda at all. No, I mean, no, no, I, and I agree with you. I don't think she deserves to be champion, but I don't necessarily. I think she does try to make us hate her. And I think that it's a good thing because I love kayfabe. I and think. She, honestly, I feel like she doesn't want to be there. I can't. I don't know. I, I can't. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, listen, I totally, I, I 100% agree. It with just you. makes me, it just made, it just gets me so angry thinking somebody with that, that WWE choose somebody who barely even gives a shit, gives a shit in this place. Who, if, if the door, if the door shut down tomorrow, she wouldn't give a shit. But, but uh, to be for fair, us, somebody like, somebody like a Liv Morgan would that, and I would probably like, like, yeah, she, she would freak out. I get that, but also, though, to be fair, Carlos, and I'm not saying this in a sense of, because I think Liv Morgan is better a million times than Ronda Rousey, but if you're scoring someone and someone's taking a test and this person gets all of the test questions right and that person gets all the test questions wrong, it doesn't matter where they're from, what they do, how long they've been there, why they're taking the test, you got a million points. You got zero. I think that's how the this business is. They don't look at so much of what how far. I mean, look, if they've done that, then they would have made Liv Morgan champion. Liv Morgan has paid her dues for a long time, and she deserves it. But in their eyes, they look at it more as what can make us more money into them, which I don't agree with. They're always gonna say Ronda Rousey because she's done MMA. She's the only was the only woman in the Hall of Fame of the UFC. Like they think most people know who Ronda is, and to them, they want to make more people get on their screen. I'm like you, whereas I think you should push the people who have been here. Like fuck other people. Like if you're not a wrestling fan, then you know fuck you. You know, like not no offense. But, like, I'm more, like, cater to the actual wrestling fans and someone. Because the fans want Liv as champion. You said it yourself. But WWE is more about what will make us money. And just because we like... I feel like Liv was making the company a lot of money with the merch sales she's been getting. She was, but I I don't know. I don't know the sales. I do think... Especially especially after she won the belt. I do think a lot of it does have to do with them going to Saudi Arabia because remember the king of Saudi Arabia thought that Yokozuna was alive and requested him to fight. So I think a lot of it is that, okay, we're going to Saudi Arabia next month. Who do they want to see as champion? Oh, they know Ronda Rousey. They're going to want her. I'm telling you. 
But anyways, we have a lot Our more. Let's just all backfires when they go to Saudi Arabia and they, she gets booed out the building. I hope so. I mean, she got booed after she won, you know? So, I mean, but again. Yeah, honestly, I don't know. It's it's just, it's very, it's very, this is the only thing that I really had, had to say bad about the show. That's so probably the only I will say, she's doing something right, Carlos, because we spent a good 20, 30 minutes talking about her. So, she's doing something right. So, let's move on, though. Oh, because our time is almost up again on this one, but it's okay. All right, so we have our strap match next, and I was really looking forward to this one. Drew McIntyre taking on Karrion Cross with Scarlet, and Scarlet was looking really good tonight. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Um, and also, it's a paper who dressed for dress, dress, dress to impress. Yeah, she was like looking like Sable, kind of. Um, no, she, so, she was looking good. I can't. It's one thing though. I can't believe a man like Karen Cross. I mean, he's not really the like no no homo. He's not really like the best looking guy. Like I, I'm surprised. Like like how Scarlett ended up with him. I'm surprised she's not with me. I ask that question every single day. And aren't you like? No, no. I'm a married spud. I'm a married spud. Um. So Scarlett before the match, before Drew can even put on his, um, or before Cross can even put on his strap. Scarlet pulls the strap and uh Karrion Cross attacks Drew McIntyre while he's strapped in. The two fight in the crowd. Drew ends up suplexing Karrion Cross outside of the ring. Uh Drew nails a huge backbreaker to Karrion Cross onto the apron, and then he ends up applying the strap onto Karrion Cross's uh wrist. Drew then whips Cross's back with the strap many times. Scarlet gets in Drew's face, and Cross sends Drew McIntyre into the ring post. And runs Drew's shoulder into the post for a third time. Cross then nails a flat liner on top of the announce table. Cross then ties up Drew McIntyre with the strap. And he whips him across many times. And Scarlet screams, more, more, more. Scarlet was really getting her money's worth tonight. Uh, Cross then whips Drew's back. Drew then nails a clothesline. A belly to belly, a neck breaker, spine buster. This all gets Drew a two count. Um, both men whip one another, and Drew is able to nail a future shock DDT. Scarlet gets in Drew's face and sprays him with pepper spray, and then cross nails the cross hammer. And carrying across is your winner for that match. We all picked cross to win. What did you think? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we did that. We did say that. I'm sorry. I thought that we, I didn't ask you about if the live match was worth the watch, and you did say it was because Liv had Liv was in it. Okay, so for this match, what did you think? Did you think the right man? I mean, we did think the right man won. Was it all that you expected it to be? And uh, yeah, so go go with that. What do you think? I think I enjoyed it a lot. I thought the match met up all to the expectations from like from the beginning to like Karen Cross was playing mind games with Drew not putting up the strap. Like he kept throwing it onto the floor and then like he picking it up again and throwing it, picking it back up, throwing it back down. So like the ending to like where Scarlet used the up. I don't, I know people already like when people interfering in matches, but I feel like this was like this was like a perfect ending, you know, showing Scarlet that Scarlet has some power too. Um but you know, it was a good match. I enjoyed it. It was like it was brutal. Like I know I haven't seen Drew McIntyre manhandle like that in a very long time. Yeah. And you can tell Drew McIntyre was like really he, he I think he legitimately got hurt. Like his shoulder or something must have been like messed up. Like they, like the referee was like, "You, do you want me to stop?" And then he said, "No, no, no." But he looked like he was in legitimate pain. Through like, oh, this was early on in the match too that he that this happened. But um, 
you know, it was a good match. I, I, I'm glad that the Karen Cross got his first big win. We just got to see where it goes from now, from here, from what, what goes on here. From He's got a huge ace up his sleeve with Scarlett. Had Scarlett not gotten involved, I don't think Cross could have won. Um, yeah, he could have. But I mean, he, yeah, but I, I mean, mean he, she sprayed him with pepper spray. I mean, come on. That's a no, lot. I feel like it's part of the interference. If uh, Karen Cross could have won, but didn't yeah. you for Karen Cross? Why are you saying that he couldn't have won? Well, because we'll never know right now because Scarlett got involved. Karen Cross did most of the work. I mean, oh yes, I mean, listen, I'm not saying Karen Cross couldn't win, but I'm saying we, as of right now, we'll never know because Scarlett got involved. But I do like Scarlet, obviously. Doug, listen, up. listen, though, listen, though. This this match, everything's legal. I mean, you can't say you can't say shit. This is this is completely legal. Oh, listen, I'm, they never, they never, I'm they never said that nobody. They, they, never, they never said that nobody can interfere in the match. I'm just saying, it's I, not like I, it's not like they like they knocked the referee down so that she could do it without the referee looking. She did it right. Put put Scarlet. For their next match, have Scarlet hang out with me. And this is this match. is this is he this is he'll work. You're supposed to hate. You're you're we're doing if if you don't if you don't like if you don't like any of this match, that's a good thing. He's doing his job. They're both doing their job because he's a heel. They're both heels right now. Listen, if I was Triple H, like I said before, I would book their next match: Karrion Cross versus Drew McIntyre. Scarlett is at Anthony. Heels are heels 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 can heels can um win win by cheating. That's pretty much their character. You know what the hell? Well. Like I said again, Triple H book it. Scarlet's with me at my house. The how many times, like how many times has Ed cheated? Has, has Ed cheated to win in the past? Well, I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. I'm not don't right. even. Oh, talk about Leah. I huh? actually, I'm happy uh, crossing one. I voted for him to, to win. Don't try to flip the script. He had Leah most of his career, and she helped him how many times? Why would? I, but why would I be mad that Cross mm-hmm. won? I'm happy. Mm, don't try to give cross shit because he. Listen, I'm not giving cross shit. I'm just saying. No, you are giving cross shit. You just say you literally said. If it wasn't for Scarlett, he wouldn't have been. He wouldn't have. And tonight, last night, he wouldn't. You're talking all this shit, but if 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 it was Edge, you'll be defending Edge to the fucking core. No, because I would have said the same thing you said. Uh, but I just neither because it's no gratification. Don't even. Don't even. We would have been on different if it was Edge that <laughs> wanted this way. You would have said there's no fear, but because you like, <laughs> oh, saying, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna start calling you. You gotta give Craig Cross his fucking credit. I'm gonna start calling you fucking Jerry Lawler. When anytime the okay. fucking uh. No, I just I just put you in your place. You know you would have. You know you wouldn't have said the same thing if it was Edge. I no, I straight up would. I would have straight up. No, you wouldn't. Depending no, stop, on the match. Stop, stop, okay, depending on the match, I was. I'm happy. Cross one. I would have loved to hear your thoughts back in because had I not got this, I would have loved to hear your thoughts. We wouldn't have tied. 2006 when he had Leah with him. I would really? love to hear what you would say back then, but now it's all. Oh, he story. was such a cheater back then. He was such a cheater back then. Oh, Edge, right? No, but you'll you'll fucking accept it. You'll, oh my god, I love Edge. But now, I oh, do Karen, love Cross, Edge. You, Karen Cross uses Scarlet one time during one of his matches. Oh, see, I think Carlos, I think you over exaggerate. I think you start to hear stuff in your head because I didn't no, say. No, you literally him. just said. Oh, I don't think he would have. I don't think he would last night. Listen, here's the ending of the match. Don't be such a crybaby just because he used he was smart about it. Listen, Pauls, hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait, my thing. Can you hear me? Okay, listen. Here's the ending. 
Both men whip one another with a strap. Drew McIntyre nails a future shock DDT. Scarlet gets in Drew's face and sprays him with pepper spray. Cross hits the cross Scarlet, Scarlet what happened cross before Scarlet got in the ring? That her man carrying cross was in some jeopardy, so she 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 stepped in and 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 helped her man. What's the big deal? So there's no big deal. I'm happy. This was this was perfectly legal. Like Lita hasn't done something like Lita hasn't like Lita hasn't done like Lita hasn't done something like this. Like Lita hasn't done something like this to Edge in the past. Yes, but it's not happening now. If it happened okay, now, then I would say this, it. This Look at Rhea Ripley. Are you going to talk shit about? Are you going to say something about Rhea Ripley? With what? Later on oh. in the night. Oh yeah, later on you better say the same shit, buddy. Oh no, Beth Phoenix. Ben, Beth Phoenix. Yeah, we're going to talk. She stepped, she stepped, she stepped into something we're that wasn't talk. her. Hold on, hold on. Let me we'll, we'll get to that part. But yeah, you're gonna do it. Wait, wait, can I talk? Can I talk? Can I talk? Can I talk? Can you shut up? Beth Phoenix wasn't even part of the storyline. She just she just pops up out of nowhere. Oh Scarlet's with Karen Cross all the time. When you are married one day. Editor. That's his freaking wife. When that's you are married there, one day. She's there, she's there with him every see, she's there. She's there with him every step of the way. Listen, Beth Phoenix just decides to go up when it's convenient for and, her. And some guy. Listen, if you're married, okay. Oh my god. And some guy kept fucking with your wife you would beat their ass correct i mean if not if i'm not involved in the story that's her problem Carlos, if some if every time your wife was involved going to the store okay and what does this have time, to do with carrying cross and scarlet no, I'm not talking because I'm talking about Edge. We haven't even got to that. We haven't even got to the. Well, then yet. we'll get there. Well, we have. Listen, pause. We have less than a minute. Let's end this, and then we'll come right back. We have a lot more to discuss. Um, you also have to tell me if this is a match that you would watch. Paul. If you liked our Extreme Rules review so far, be sure to check out our NXT Halloween Havoc 2022 review coming at the end of October. Welcome back. Yes, everybody. Definitely check out our next pay-per-view review, which will be NXT Halloween Havoc, October 22nd, 2022. Things are going to get creepy. And speaking about creepy, we'll be having our special Halloween edition of the Uncensored Pro Wrestling Podcast. That'll be dropping on Halloween with special trick-or-treat surprise. Something's going to happen. Something catastrophic. Something that's going to change the Uncensored Pro Wrestling Podcast forever. Ever, I promise you, it's not a prediction, it's a spoiler. So, you don't want to miss that. Carlos, you have no idea what it is either, and you're gonna be surprised too because it's gonna change things, it's gonna change things up around here. Um, so things are happening. So, get ready for the special trick or treat edition of the. Are we gonna continue with this edge and thing there, or are we gonna gonna move on now? I, I I I said what I said, and I'm not I'm not taking none of it back. No, I agree. Listen, I think for you, I just wanted to hear my point of that. Like, I'm not mad that Cross won. I'm happy he won. You're just, you're just mad at the ending. 
No, I'm not, even bad, no, I'm not even bad at the ending. I'm just saying what I hope is. No, no, what, 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 what set me off was then you said Karen Cross couldn't be. If it wasn't for Scarlet, Karen Cross wouldn't have been well, able listen, to Well, listen, you don't think Drew well, Honestly, I, I do think that he had, but he had his, Karen Cross did dominate most of the match. Do you think Drew McIntyre is not going to think that? What? I'm not saying it's right or wrong. But I'm saying if I'm Drew McIntyre, right, and I know the rules are, yeah, anything can happen 100%. But if I'm being smart and I want a rematch, right, storyline-wise or just in general, if I want a rematch, he can use that excuse. No, oh, bro, the excuse would be, listen, the excuse would be, listen, like, I know this match, there's no rules, anything can happen 100%, but Let's see what would happen if she wasn't ringside. Like, that's what I meant by that comment of, like, if she wasn't there, could he have, um, maybe, I'm of not course, saying he yeah, but 100% have. he would have, he would have beat Drew McIntyre fair and square if Scott wasn't around. I have confidence in Cross. I hope we get to see that. But I know I'm glad well, you're complaining about all this, but Edge has done the same thing in the past. That's what I'm. That's that's all I'm. That's all. Well, I'm if saying. I did a podcast back in 2006, I would have been saying the same shit. That's, that's all. I'm, that's all I'm saying. I you're, 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 ten years, you're ten multiple, years old. You said on multiple occasions you're a biggest Dude. fan of Edge. Edge is your favorite yes. superstar. Listen, yes, now in 2006, John Cena was my dude. Do you really think I was representing Edge at that time? Yes. John Cena was my dude. The way you talk, the way you talk about Edge now, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because over, like, by the time like 2010 hit, me and my grandmother would watch him, and I started liking him. But during the midst of it, when he was fucking John Cena was my dude, I had the foam fingers. John Cena was my favorite at the time as a little kid. So of course I hated Edge. But as time goes on, and you will see. Because some of you, because over time, Carlos, in about, think about it like this. Next year, the um, Daniel Bryan winning the, the WWE title will be 10 years old. So in a couple of years, these guys that you grew up with are going to get older. And the ones that you hated, you're going to have a little bit of respect for because it's like nostalgia to you. Like it's I'm not, not like, saying, I, I'm not, I never said I hate Drew. I'm just saying. That carrying cross doesn't really need well, hate Drew, but I'm saying like for me, like as a kid, I hated Edge. Like Edge, I despised him because he was I don't a know if I can super that, honestly. Well, I don't know if I can believe that. Well, listen, you weren't there, but on my grandmother who passed, Edge was one of my least favorite wrestlers as a kid. Also, when he was with Edge, I respected his the matches that he had. But whenever he would have the TLC matches, I would always complain and say, why did he and Christian win? Why didn't the Hardy Boys win? Because Edge and Christian were always the pretty boys. You know, the Hardy Boys were more hardcore. The Dullies were putting people through tables. So, no. But as I get older, I do appreciate those guys because I grew up with them. So, even people like the Hurricane, who isn't really anything... I look at him like, oh my god, the hurricane, he's so cool. And you will too, eventually. You'll see some stupid characters like an Adam Rose in a couple of years. Like, oh, when Adam Rose had the bunny, and like you're gonna think about stupid shit like that. You weren't that young when it happened, but like it's just like a sort of nostalgia. Like, I don't think Edge is the greatest wrestler of all time. No, I just think he's one of my top favorites. There's a lot. 
But no, I do would like to see the two of them go one on one without any outside interference. Um, but do you think oh, this... that 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 would make that's what makes Karen Cross a heel? Heel tactics yes, like that. that. But it's going to end up happening. Think about how many matches where they've had wrestlers put hung above a shark cage, or they've had like if she keeps getting involved, they're going to do a gimmicky thing like that where she's not going to be able to, and then it will be a, it will be stupid. Here's the thing. It will be dumb if Drew wins, though, because then it will prove that point. I want Cross to beat Drew without her. That's all I'm saying. I want him to beat him twice. I want him to beat Drew with her help and then beat him without her help. Because he's going to, because Drew is going to say whether or not it's legal, because 100% it is legal. It's an ODQ strap match. She can do whatever she wants. If he had a lady, she could have gotten involved. But he could go and say, okay, he beat me. Can we have a match running again where it's just me and him? And I could be like, yeah. You know, I could say, you know what, you're right. The pay-per-view is extreme rules. You got your ass. I feel like this feud should be over. I think I think I think Drew McIntyre Drew McIntyre needs a major major character change. Like like really like like really like just like over the I top. I don't think it's going to end. I want it to end, but by the way it looked after the match, Drew like got up like and looked mad. I don't think he's done. Especially with the way it ended, he's not going to be done yet. If he be unfair and like I and it is fair cuz it's no obviously no rules, but if there was no like I'm saying, if it, I think that's my point too. I think I kind of subconsciously wanted to end too, which is why I'm saying like I wish she didn't get involved because I know WWE they're gonna be like okay rematch, and I'm telling you. I mean, you don't know that though. Well, my spidey senses are tingling, but let's move on, okay? So we see the Miz on the phone. He's talking to Maurice. The mascot shows up again. You know, just continuation of the silliness that's been going on all night with the Miz. We then get our next women's match, the Raw women's la- title match, the first ever one-on-one women's ladder match. And before the match starts, we see Nikita Lyons in the crowd. Happy to see some NXT faces there. And the match is Raw women's champion Bianca Belair defending against Bailey. We said this off-air on the promotional images for the match. Alexa Bliss and Asuka are on that Bianca side. And damage controls with Bailey, but we didn't get to see some of those girls. But we'll get to the match and talk about it. So Bailey tosses Bianca Belair into the ladder outside. Bianca is able to j- continue to jump away from Bailey, and she sends Bailey into a ladder. Bianca nails a body slam onto a ladder and a springboard moonsault. Bailey is able to trap Bianca Belair in a ladder with different punches. Bailey nails a sunset flip to Bianca Belair onto a ladder, which looked very devastating. Bailey sets up a ladder between the steps and the railing, and Bailey nails a flying elbow drop off the apron to Bianca Belair on a ladder. That looked really bad. Bianca nails Bailey's back with a ladder, and then she sets up a ladder. Um, and but Bailey's able to kick her off and sending Bianca Belair to the outside. Bailey then takes the hinge from her knee brace. However, Bianca is able to nail a KOD. Bianca climbs, but damage control runs down to the ring and they attack Bianca. Bianca is able to do an impressive maneuver. She's able to hit a double KOD, the damage control. Goodbye, damage control. Uh, Bailey sends Bianca to a ladder and hits a rose plant. Um, both women end up climbing. Um, Bailey pulls Bianca Belair's braid and Bianca falls, but immediately Bianca runs back and nails Bailey with her braid, knocking Bailey off. 
Um, Bianca Bailey has a ladder in hands, but Bianca is able to nail a KOD to Bailey, and Bailey lands on top of that ladder. And Bianca climbs and grabs the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, Carlos, I didn't ask you this question about the cross one, so let me ask you that. Uh, would you recommend people watching that one again for matches of 2022? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, mean, I think it was worth the watch over. You watch it over again. The fucking whips. Like, we, we talked... Uh, can, let, let's just go back to that match really quick. I know we just talked about this match, but, like, the fucking... The shots that they were taking. I mean, all of these men and women were having a horrible night. Yeah, uh, I know. I know. Extreme rules, obviously. Yeah, it should be like that. That's how it should be. Yes, sir. So, did you think... So, we all... See, you and I thought Bailey was going to win. Tyler thought Bianca. So obviously, the wrong woman won in our eyes. Maybe not. So maybe the woman that we thought was going to win didn't win. But what do you think about the match? Do you think Bianca is the right winner? And um, would you recommend this match to people who are watching the best of 2022? Even though I thought B- Bailey was going to win, I'm, I'm I'm satisfied with Bianca winning. I'm not, I don't have I don't have a problem with her. I have no beef with Bianca. I think she's great. She's a great athlete. She's on her prime right now. She's doing great work. Um, I just I just felt like Bailey had it was Bailey's time. I just felt like it was, but I guess not yet. Um, that KOD though at the end, it looked terrible. That looked like B. That looked like Bailey like seriously got hurt. And you could see on her mouth, like when they when they when they put the camera back on her, it looked like she was bleeding really bad. Honestly, it looked it looked worse than when JB when when uh Joey Mercury took that took that ladder bump and like his no his whole nose like started thinking. It looked similar to that. Honestly, do you think that like I'm in, and I guess I'm asking you to tell you my opinion. Like I didn't think this was a great ladder match, though. I thought it was really good for a women's ladder match for first timer. I think it was very good. Yeah, first they, time, they, yes, I'll give it that. For the first time, yes, yes. They could they could have done better. I agree with you, but it was it was it was a good ladder match. They were taking bumps and stuff. Maybe maybe you maybe maybe I feel like maybe you wish that it was like more dangerous like more bumps that they took like going through ladders and stuff. Maybe I don't know. I think because for me because it was the first, I was hoping that they were gonna do more innovative stuff and show that like like I also heard. I mean, there were there were money there there they have been money in the bank matches that in women in women's ladder matches that happened. So I mean, it wasn't really so that the ladders were smaller in height too that they weren't as big. you know in the beginning bianca took the, got this big ass ladder in the beginning i was like holy shit well would you recommend people watching this one again uh no 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 yeah mm, it's not That's really sad weird. because this was like like this was the only other women's match of the card and i honestly like their matches last year better than this one honestly and maybe it's because the ladder was involved and they couldn't really have too much time like wrestling each other because you know you have to use the ladder. So maybe mm-hmm. that element changed it up. But um, I feel like maybe they were being rushed because they were like other matches that they wanted to get to. Yeah, maybe possibly. All right. Yeah, I think the I quit the I quit match took up the most time. Yeah. Um. We then see footage of outside the arena. We see different fans, and we see a fan taking a picture with a white rabbit, which. We'll get to the next match is the match that you talked about. The I quit match edge versus Finn Balor. Uh, Finn comes down in a really cool mask. There's like a bunch of spikes on it. He has his new theme song, which is a mix of his old one, which I think is very cool. Uh, So let's dive right into this match. 
Edge nails a swinging neck breaker and he punches Finn Balor. Finn drop kicks Edge knee, Edge's knee, and then Balor, uh, Balor, Balor jumps on Edge's leg. Balor applies a figure four, but Edge is able to reverse it. Balor slams Edge's head onto the announce table many times. Edge sends Balor into the post. However, Balor is able to nail a sling blade outside of the ring. Edge runs Finn Balor right through the timekeeper's guard railing, which was intense to see. The men fight in the crowd, and Edge suplexes Finn Balor on the concrete floor. Edge runs at Finn Balor with a hockey stick and hits him with it. Edge applies a cross face using the stick on top of the kickoff table. That looked really fucking sick to see. Edge slams Balor onto the steps in the crowd. He tosses Balor, then tosses Edge into a wall three times. Edge then losses, launches Balor onto the concrete overhang. This is all happening in the crowd. Uh, Balor then hits Edge with a chair shot to the chest twice. Balor rams a chair into the back of Edge into his chest. Um, again, many chair shots to Edge's back. Balor applies a cross face. Edge sends Balor into a chair set up in the corner. Edge hits Balor's legs with chair shots, and he drives a chair into the knee of Balor. Edge applies the educator. However, Damian Priest runs down. Dominic then grabs Balor, and Edge is able to near fin- to, to nail a spear to Finn Balor through the ropes, and Finn lands on Dominic and Damian Priest. That's when Maria Ripley gets involved. And she handcuffs Edge to the top rope, and she has a key. Judgment Day is able to come down to the ring and attack Edge viciously. Balor grabs two kendo sticks, and they nail Edge with kendo stick shots. Rey Mysterio runs out, and he nails Damian Priest with a chair. He takes out Balor, and he nails a 619 to Damian Priest. However, that bastard, the son, Dominic, attacks Balor. <laughs> He runs Ray into the railing and the ring post. He stomps at Ray. Props to, props to you, Dominic, by the way. And then Balor uh, whips Edge with the kendo stick again. Um, Beth Phoenix then attacks Judgment Day with some kendo stick shots of Ray. She was not. She wasn't even even supposed to be there. Well, why is Ray Ripley involved? Why is Ray? Why the fuck she getting involved? In why is Ripley getting involved using the hand? Well, we all have our chance to talk. We'll go. Bro, let's I'll keep... go after you. Hey, I will go. I just don't want to be interrupted when I am. I can't talk. But well, I'm not really talking. I'm just going over the mat, the, the highlights. I'll give you my thoughts after the highlights, then. Okay. So, Beth attacks Judgment Day with some kendo stick shots. Beth then faces off with Rhea and the two brawl. Beth spears Rhea and then she unlocks the key for Edge. And then Edge spears Damian Priest and then Dominic starts begging like a little bitch. Trying to offer his hand to Edge because he's afraid. Very, 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 bi- very unbiased. Huh? Edge nails a low blow to Dominic. Um, Balor hits a sling blade, um, but Edge spears Balor three times, and I guess this hasn't happened since 2005 or something. Edge applies a cross face, uh, but Rhea Ripley hits Beth Phoenix with brass knuckles, and Damian Priest hits a South of Heaven to Edge. Balor hits a two to a coup de gras three times. Balor says, "Edge, this is your last chance." Edge, you say it, and Edge says, "Go to hell." Rhea Ripley then lifts up a lifeless Beth Phoenix. Rhea puts Beth's head in between a chair and basically tells Edge to quit before she nails Beth Phoenix with a concerto shot. So Edge quits 
trying to save his wife, which anybody would do. And uh, she ends up Rhea Ripley, the the freak, weird. I don't know what she is. Savage. I don't even know. Yeah, Savage. I don't even know if she's a lady. Uh, Nails and Conchero. Bro, why are you such a? <laughs> That's a mess, Phoenix. You know we have. You know we have fans here, right? And they're gonna come at you. Listen, there are fans that are gonna love me. There are fans that are gonna hate me. But at least they're listening. So I think um, it was a great match. Obviously, um, I'm gonna bust your chops because you busted my chops earlier. Um, again, would Finn have won if Rhea didn't get involved? I mean, Rhea handcuffed Edge. Yeah, Finn didn't need Judgment Day to get involved, even though, even though I mean, they're all team. But they did. Here. I mean, and, and they like, all hey, got involved. Is it, is it my chance to talk? Well, hang on, pause. Let me pose the question to you first. Hang on. So, my question for you is, A, were you satisfied with the match? B, do you think after Dominic put hands on Ray, do you think that we're going to get Dominic versus Ray sooner rather than later? And then the last part of it is, um, do you would you recommend this to uh, others for twenty twenty two match of the year? Okay, so part A was my thoughts on the match, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so I thought the match was great. It met my expectations. Probably the best match of the night, in my opinion. The equipment match. Um, I like how they went throughout the whole arena. Everything the like they 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 went through every every little every little part of the arena that they had. Um, not the whole arena, but like you know, outside the ring. Yeah. Um. Very. Yeah, I, was, I, I think Finn Balor looks great in the match. Honestly, mm-hmm. you know, it, it always plays like two people in the match. You know, it's 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 not it's not always just Finn. It's always Edge too, making making Finn look good. But one thing I want to talk about is that bald spot on Edge's head. Oh my God, you can notice that shit. From I Finn haven't Balor. noticed it. I have to look. That bald. Oh my. You want to hear Dory? You said Dory's funny. Dory's like um. Well, I don't know if it's funny, but we were watching the biography on Edge, and she's like, Edge looks so much better with short hair. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Edge is a, a lot no, of people. You can, notice the ball, you can notice the ball spot more. I have yeah. to look at it. A lot of people think Edge is attractive. <laughs> I don't, I listen, I mean, no homo. I don't, you know, I don't see, you know, anyway. I'm just saying this to bust your shops, honestly. But no, <laughs> yeah, I did, I did notice. Yeah, I knew, I knew you wouldn't notice it. Because you love Edge a lot, but I noticed it was right. It was right there. It's like he's it's like eight coming. years old. He's getting up there. I mean, he's still good for a forty-eight year old though, dude. He he's wrestling good. I, I'll give him that. I'll give him that. But I don't know. We all have our different opinions about Edge. Um, I will say though. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, can I ask you this question though? Because this is on my mind. This is another question. Do you think Edge had a better match with? AJ or a better match with Finn because this is the first time Edge and Finn have gone at it and I do notice that I did know that Edge and Styles fought earlier this year at that I think Edge and Finn had more chemistry I agree um but the match was great yeah and I I I, I did predict this whole ending for in the prediction video you guys can watch it back you'll see I did predict like that that something would have to happen with like maybe Edge's family or you said like something was his daughters I said something like with Beth Phoenix or something um, but you know, it was it was a it was a good ending. I love how like how like they all got involved because you know they're looking out for Finn. They're all family here, you know. They're all family. They're looking out for their for their pretty much the leader of Judgment Day. In my opinion, 
Um, I love the fact that Carlos, it made sense for you to be able to, and you know, I think I, I didn't say exactly what happened, but the same thing is like the door, like it would make sense. Like edge isn't going to quit unless there's something and they went along with that. But go ahead. Sorry. And then remember part B was about if you think Dom and Ray are going to go at it. Oh yeah. I was going to get to that. So Dominic, I'm applauding you right now. You're stepping up, being the shit out of your father for all the shit that he put you through over the years. Making you, making you freaking be a five year old going on camera. Then you know you said you didn't want to be on camera that time. For you know you you you're stepping up. You're putting your hands on your father. I love that. You gotta you gotta show him who's boss around here. The real jefe of the family. Um, um, he should have he should have continued to be the shit out of him though. Um, but but knowing Ray, he might be a pushy and be like, oh no, he's still my son. I love him. Wah, wah. See, and I don't I was Ray, I'd want Dominic to beat my ass so that Dominic would look even better. But go ahead. Nah, I think I think Ray Ray's a little bit of a pussy about it. He's not gonna do anything yet. Um it's gonna take him a little bit more. It's gonna take a little bit more beatings from Dominic for Ray to be like, you know what, fine. But but I don't know. I I still think Ray's gonna end up joining Judgment Day. He's gonna be like, can't beat him, join him. Okay. I think. <laughs> well, but honestly, my this has nothing to do with anything. But I feel like Dominic would have a better fit in, in Legado, honestly. Oh, he might. He, he might. would have had a better fit in Legado than because, like you know, they're all same heritage. That would have been more likely, you know, like Rey Mysterio could have get involved. Maybe, maybe Rey Mysterio would return heel to and join them as like the veteran of the group. You know, I, I feel like I feel like that would have been a better fit for Dominic instead of being like with the Goths. <laughs> I said the Goths. I'm so terrible. I think, freaking, uh, I think they're trying but one thing though I love the fact that Be- that Beth Phoenix and Rhea Ripley they, they went at it for a little bit like the, the brawling like mm-hmm. that, was, that was freaking insane I love that part though like when they were like hitting when they were punching each other in the face at the same time that was freaking awesome like, you and that would be a fair match because they're both like same in stature they both are dominant women they're both very muscular you know the glamazon versus the nightmare who would one, one thing though what's your problem with like with 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 women that are like that are a little muscly you seem to have something really a problem with Rhea. i, I would love to see like, you, i would love to i would love to see you say that shit to her face and see what happens to you oh i get my ass handed to me i just think that in my opinion i don't female find... female female listeners listen well in my opinion, this is just me. Doesn't mean I'm right. Doesn't mean I'm wrong. It's just my opinion. No, well, we've been talking about the same issue for if like a couple I of weeks. I was Dominic. I would not be so attracted to because listen, I understand. Pussy oh, the, he, he obviously Dominic has a real girlfriend in real life. This no, I know storyline. But that's exactly my point. Pause. The, with the storyline. I don't think in my eyes, I don't inform me, I don't find Rhea attractive. So for the storyline being that Dominic is so is gonna do whatever Rhea says because he slept with her, it's kind of like, okay, cool, but like she's not that cute. So why are you being so flustered? Like I'm sprung out to get me over Rhea Ripley. Like she's, she's an amazing athlete. She's an attractive girl. hundred percent. Everybody has different, have different opinions. Like who, who they like being females. I mean, you don't have to really know, like real talk. Dominic's real girlfriend has long brown hair. And I know it's fake, but I mean, he's not really, I'm just look, buddy Matthews is into her. Good for them. They're great. Great. 
and listen, I Rhea Ripley's there for a reason. She's a beautiful woman, but I just don't. No, but the think... fact that you were like, you were like, I don't know if she's a man or a woman. Well, I that, you know, that was uncalled. I, I people that, say that about China. Well, you know, I didn't know. I, I have to look again. Um, so. <laughs> That's so uncalled for. I don't, I don't know. That, well, you really, some things are better off not even being said. Well, literally. It's the Uncensored Pro Wrestling Podcast, so we're going to say things aren't supposed to be said, and I honestly think it takes me 10 times to look at Rhea and realize that she's a man or a woman. Honestly, there you go. Freudian slip. So I just think that I I I don't know. If it was me, I can't I can't take it seriously because she's not that. It's like well, she's like genie in a bottle. Oh, I'm gonna do whatever she says. Why? She's like because she's gonna beat me up. Like that's the only thing. She looks like a vampire. Like I would be afraid of her. I wouldn't want to do her. I'd be afraid of her. So I think it's weird that he's like, oh, he's being allured by her. Like is she a fucking snake like the devil? Like I'm confused. Like what is he really into? That's all I'm wondering. Maybe she has. She tells really good jokes. <laughs> wow. <Well. laughs> I'll never understand you. Tough crowd. Um, I'm going to ask you this question. I mean, I think we already know the answer, but would you recommend people to watch this match again? Yeah, for sure. Match of the night. Match of the night. One of the better I could storyline now, though, Carlos. Like, do you think is this? I mean, obviously they're not done. Edge is going to come back. Like, this isn't it. But like, do you think we're going to see maybe at Crown Jewel Beth and Edge versus someone in Rhea? I mean, they might be doing that. I don't know. I think we already saw. I don't want to really see a mixed tag team match again. I mean, they already have that one. Beth and Rhea are going to come to blows again. Whether they get involved in each other's matches. Oh, one on one. One on one. One on one. I agree. I'd like to see that. Just one on one. No mixed tag. No no mixed tag team matches. One on one. Just playing. Just like leave it like that. Maybe I, have Edge ring. Maybe have Edge at ringside and somebody at ringside for her. I don't know. Can I also say something else too? Can I say something else too? I also don't like. I like. I agree with you. I would rather see him be with Legado Fantasma because he has no chemistry with these people. There's still, for to me, like the only, the only reason that we're getting aside from him being upset with his dad when he was little. The only thing that we're getting for him joining the group is because Rhea Ripley whispered something to him or that he hooked up with her. And I'm just, I'm just glad that Dominic turned into that slot. More. I know, but I just think like he'd be better off being a heel with a guy with Phantasma or something. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what I said. Yeah, no, I know. I agree with you. That's, that's what I'm saying. I agree with you. I, but I'm, but I'm just, I don't like, cause they're kind of making him be bratty. Like they're they're bringing up things that are kind of like like yeah I know you're mad that at five years old your father made you go on TV but you were on TV with your uncle and you were having fun you met the wrestlers like it's like the things that he's upset about they're making it seem bratty I rather him just be like you know what I'm just I'm my own person fuck my dad I don't care about the past it's time for me to cement my future I don't care about oh I ran Mysterio's son no I'm Dominic. You know, like I that I will respect that more. But the way they're making him up, he's hiding behind Rhea. He's doing the low blows, and I get it. He's a heel, but not all heels do that. Look at Seth Rollins. Like, yeah, he'll hit you with a low blow, but Seth Rollins usually, when you fight, will blow with you. Like, you know, I don't know. I just think they need to stop making Dominic look like a baby because they're really doing that. And I don't think they're making him look like a baby. 
I don't even make him look like a bait, but it's like he's looking like a spoiled brat. Like he's looking like, oh, I'm mad. My dad, like we have no like other than the like, what did his dad do to him? I think he just like I think he just like disagree with me, so he can start, so he can start fucking. No, I generally I want to agree with you. I generally my thought process with this situation is that like yes, I do. I am glad that he's a heel, but I think a good heel is also a believable heel, like Seth Rollins. He is he believes that he is the visionary he believes that he is the best when you see seth rollins like there's no second guessing with him and granted he's been doing it a long time but with dominic it's just like he doesn't seem like a believable like you're mad because your dad put you on tv seth rollins is mad because he isn't in the main event of the pay-per-view and he's going to come and take over the show and nail you with a stomp on the u.s title that's the only thing I'm saying. Like he's they're building him up to kind of be like, I'm gonna cry. No, Dominic, fuck up your father. Throw him in the steps, put him through a table, nail him with a sledgehammer. Like, you know, like and that's what he did. He fucked him up last night. Yeah, but even you said it. You said you wish he did a little bit more. Like I agree. Like I wish he did like so that that time is coming. The time is coming. You just gotta be patient. I'll wait. I'll be patient. And so let's move on. So um the Miz is backstage again and he attacks the mascot um however we see dexter loomis is behind the miz and loomis puts miz and the silencer and uh, he lifts up the mascot and the mascot kicks the miz so dexter loomis again no matter where the miz is he's coming for him so we are here at the main event this is the match that pretty much everyone paid to see we have the special fight pit match with Guest referee Daniel Cormier, Matt Riddle taking on Seth Rollins. Fun. F- oh, wait. Let me just can I just say something really quick? I'm not gonna read all of them because um, well, I guess I could read most of them. These are some of the quotes of Michael Cole when Dominic attacked his dad. So he goes, What the hell are you doing, kid? Somebody should smack that kid across the face. He goes, He's thrown away everything that Ray and Angie have given him over the years. Dominic never wanted as a kid. He was given everything in his life. And now he's being the hell out of his father. Somebody do something about this. What's wrong with you? He's your father, for God's sake. Michael Cole was on point. I feel like, I feel like once Nick and Vince McMahon like, stepped down, like he, he was kind of left off the leash. A little bit. Oh, and with that match... um. You and Tyler got points because you both thought Finn Balor was going to win. Yes, I agree. I think that one. I also noticed that they mentioned a lot of the past champions and a lot of like you would never hear them mentioning Vader versus so and so Sting on a page. You know what I'm saying? So it's cool to hear them mention the old wrestlers and yeah, I, I can imagine like the shit that 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 uh that like uh the like I can imagine freaking Mystic Man yelling in in, in Michael Cole's here, say that, say that, say that, say that, like yelling in I, I can imagine like. Like the shit that he would, that Mike Cole would have to be listening to, like, like because you know everywhere all the commentators like have an earpiece yeah. while they're like while they're on commentary. So I can imagine Vincent's freaking head, Vincent's ear, like just yelling at him. Well, you lose yourself if I told you everything to say. You wouldn't be Carlos Caribbean cool. You would be yeah. Anthony's version of Carlos Caribbean cool. And so yeah. Michael Cole, I feel like it's like he left off the leash and he feels more comfortable. Yes, 100%. And, you, and like you said, you definitely can see it. So before the match starts, we see NXT champion Braun Breaker in the crowd. 
uh, Seth Rollins came out in a Rob Van Dam gear. Uh, fun fact about that: they're in Philadelphia. Obviously, Philadelphia is the home of ECW. Rob Van Dam, a huge star there, but also Rob Van Dam is one of Matt Riddle's favorite wrestlers. So Seth Rollins is always playing mind games with his opponents. Let's go over this match quick. Uh, Matt Riddle springboards off the cage with an ends of greatest Seth Rollins. Uh, Matt Riddle ends up going to attack Rollins, and he ends up grabbing Daniel Cormier. Cormier ends up grabbing Riddle and says, you know, don't put your hands on me. Riddle applies a triangle choke. Rollins with a thumb to the eye, and he tosses Matt Riddle into the cage. Um, Rollins then stomps away at Riddle, and Cormier pulls back Rollins and says, you know, don't mess with me. So Cormier is playing fair right now. Rollins sends Riddle hard into the cage. Uh, Rollins with two super kicks and blows to the back of Riddle's head. Rollins suplexes Matt Riddle onto the cage. And then Rollins does a really cool climb and springboard off the top with a frog splash onto Riddle. Um, and then uh, this is cool. Riddle nails an RKO. Riddle goes for another RKO, but Rollins nails a stomp. Rollins climbs to the top of the pit. Riddle climbs up after him. Um, Rollins slams Riddle's head onto the cage and then nails a buckle bomb to Matt Riddle on top of the pit against the steel cage. Rollins then nails a pedigree on top of the platform of the pit. That was a huge move. Riddle then goes with then nails an then then I'm sorry. Riddle nails an RKO on the platform and Rollins falls down to the mat. Riddle nails a floating bro from the top of the pit to Seth Rollins. And then the ending comes after Rollins applies a triangle choke. Not Rollins, sorry. Riddle applies a triangle choke to Seth Rollins. And Rollins taps. Matt Riddle gets the victory. Um, Myself and Tyler thought Riddle was going to win. What were your thoughts on the match? And uh, would you recommend this match for others to watch? Match is, the match is okay. Not the best. I feel like I feel like the only reason was I, I it wasn't really the best because like it was Seth Rollins' first time in a in a fight pit match. Or maybe it was the, he was still it took some time for him to get used to it, you know. But you know there were some spots in there. Uh, he did a senton off the top of the cage, which I think Liv Morgan did it better off the top rope. But I'll, that's that's another that's another story. Um, um, you know the match was okay. I, I but like people kept on like hyping up Batman Cornerhay, whatever his name is. He just looked like a fat guy who just wanted. Who yeah, just really found, watch. He was just there. Who, who just who just found in the streets and like said, "Oh, you want to be referee? Sure." That man looked like he was like overweight. And then like if they're if they're if they're being right about saying it's gonna be Brock Lesnar versus him, Brock Lesnar's gonna fuck him up and plus more. <laughs> just saying. So, what do you think about? Um, do you think other people should watch this? Um, it's if you want to see a fight match for the first time, yes, but but there has been better fight matches than this before. All right, let's talk about this. We don't have much time left in our episode, so let's just quickly uh, talk about this moment that everybody has been waiting for. Um, the match ends. Riddle's on the stage, and the lights go out. And uh, Michael Cole's like, "Are we still on the air? Are we still on the air?" He's playing it up. Um. We hear someone singing, he's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole wide world in his hands. And then we see Husky the Pig, and these are all people dressed up. Husky the Pig 
We see Mercy the Buzzard. We see the Rabbit. We see Abby the Witch. And then we see the Fiend's head. I think it's the Fiend's head on the announce table. And then we see the Fiend. We then get a shot of the old Firefly Funhouse set. It's destroyed. Every character is done. We see a new mask appear. And then there's a TV screen. It goes, you know, it's going off. You see a really weird face with the mask show up. We see a really cool looking door. It's very like um, foresty. And um, the door is kicked open. And we see someone walk out with a mask. And we know, obviously, you could tell who it is. Uh, And he comes out with a lantern. This person takes off the mask. And it is Bray Wyatt. And he doesn't say anything. He just takes off the mask and he blows out the lantern. And we get the really cool image at the end of it of the logo for Bray. So, Carlos, we have less than a minute. What were your thoughts on this? This is crazy. I was in shock that he came. I mean, I was in shock because I feel like I knew that was going to happen, which is like which when it was going to happen. Um, but I just want to see what's going to go down from here. Like, what's what's the what's going to happen now? Is he going to be on Raw or SmackDown? Who's he targeting? If he's going to have other people join his group or not, you know? We'll just have to wait and see what goes down from here. I can't wait, man. Moment. But of... one thing, though, he looked like he gained a lot of weight. Well, it was hard to kind of see because it was dark. I mean, we'll no, have no, but to... I could tell. He looked like he gained so much weight. That's when, I don't know, in my, that's, that's just me. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. I, I heard that he did, he did fail, like, like he did fail his physical, his physicals that he had. Like that's why they didn't have him attack someone. Yeah. And they had him just do that. But yeah, no, we'll just have to wait and see when he's gonna like actually debut back in the ring. What's gonna happen with him? There's so many questions. Yo, I'm Ant, and you're listening to the Uncensored Pro Wrestling Podcast, your go-to podcast for all things pro wrestling related. What's up, guys? Carlos from being cool here. Ant, you almost forgot to mention. Make sure they follow us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are streaming. I sure didn't. I wouldn't want to do that. Thank you, Carlos. Yeah, be sure to like and subscribe now. Let's get back to the show, everybody. We are back. Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, Our our recording ended as Carlos was in the middle of talking. So, Carlos, jump right back in, brother. Go ahead. Tell us what your thoughts were on uh, it. Like I was saying, like I just want to see what's going to go down from here now. Like now we have him back, we have him locked back into the company. He can't, he he can't go anywhere anymore. Um, we'll just have to see where where are they going to go with this. Um, well, and I feel like the reaction that he got was way bigger than CM Punk that when you were CM Punk returned. But you could hear that crowd. That crowd went nuts when they saw his face. Yeah, I mean, listen, I when I also myself saw um him i got excited too um because it's he's awesome you know like it's he has such a creative mind for the business he's awesome um he's awesome he's awesome but no i thought he was cool um and you know for me i've always loved bray wyatt i just was so into the whole entire um introduction of him the way that they just kept it sort of like quiet we're trying to guess who it is i mean we kind of all knew who it was but they didn't they didn't make it super super obvious who it was 
So I was happy with that. Um, and just his introduction, the way he came out, the way they had all the other like different characters from the Firefly Funhouse. It was very, very cool. Um, and I enjoyed that moment. So I I really, really, really liked it. Um, but yeah, so overall, give me your final thoughts on the show. What did you think about Extreme Rules 2022? It was good enough for it. It was it was a good show. I'm enjoyed it. I'll, I'm gonna give it seven point five out of ten. Okay, a seven point five. I'll give it a eight out of ten. Um, it's just because that lib that lib more that lib Morgan thing kind of like 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 got me down and like and kind of ruined it for me a little bit. That put a damper on you. Well, I can understand. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, thank you everybody for tuning in. We had a great time recapping um, WWE. Why, why don't Why don't you give them a ten? What 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 didn't you like about the show? Oh, what didn't I like about it? Um, good question. I felt like there were a couple of things, like for example, I'm I'm corny. Like I would like to have a new stage set up. Oh yeah, I know how you are, and I know, I know, I know. Um, but also, as far as like the matches, they were good. I felt like the women's matches were a bit lackluster, and I was surprised because I thought they would be, they would have a bit more to them with it being like those were the only titles on the line too. So I thought they were gonna be a bit more to it. But I, I guess, you know, like beggars can't be choosers. I thought it was a great pay-per-view. But and I think about it, no, like like there was no bloodline members on the show. We could actually obviously prove that we don't need the bloodline all the time on pay-per-views. No, that's true. I mean in the bloodline, uh, I don't know if they'll be happy to know that, but um No, I, I love the bloodline. I'm just, I'm just saying because like the bloodline's not gonna be not gonna be together forever because obviously you can see the cracks in the bloodline that's happening right now. So I mean Eventually, they're gonna like all break up and go do their own thing again. But you know, they they they're just preparing. I think this is like they're preparing us for us to like see what would a pay per view be like without any members of the bloodline on the show. Well, listen, we uh, we always we always the ones though, always. We the ones. Well, you the twos. We the ones. I'm the twos. You're the two. Yeah. Awkward silence. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, because I'm laughing because um I'm thinking of um just the whole incident on SmackDown where Oh, you're the biggest number two of them all. Yeah, yeah. So Well, you're not the number two, Carl. You're number one, and so is everybody for listening. Uh we will be back with our uh WB Raw recap coming soon. We're excited for that. But our next pay-per-view um, prediction and review episode will be for WWE. Well, actually, will be for NXT Halloween Havoc. Getting ahead of myself, and then it will be WWE Crown Jewel. But yeah, and Survivor Halloween Series Havoc. most likely will me and me and Anne will be in the studio together watching it. Yes, so. please let's let make it happen. So you guys have a good night. Be safe, and we hope you enjoyed Extreme Rules. It only happens one time a year. So, uh, yeah, Carlos, any last words? That's everything, guys. Um, feed your head. I'm just kidding. Feed your head, and I'm excited to see what happens. Feed your head. Have a good night. Bye. See ya.